Hello. Uh, welcome back to episode two of the Onside Hockey Podcast. If you missed last week's episode, that is up on Spotify under Onside Hockey Podcast. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And again, if in case you missed last week, uh, my name's Owen. I'm Brandon. Yeah. We're, yeah, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. We're doing a podcast, obviously, about hockey, and we're just here to help you guys understand the game better, the game that we love. Bing, bam, boom. Even more facts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. All right. Perfect. So a couple of the things we'll be going over today. So our layout for today, uh, we'll go over some news, um, some clarifications that uh, about last week's episode. Maybe we use some terms that maybe some of you don't know, and we'll just go over and clarify that. And then we'll go over to the stats and, yeah, how to, again, how to read more, some, some more of the basic stats. Uh, yeah, today, these will be like the end of the basic stats, and then during the kind of kind of getting into the more advanced, stats. more advanced. Yeah, and then basic- last week was a little rough, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we're also doing this before our Christmas break, so. That's why it's back-to-back weeks, and then we have a two-week break, and yeah. we'll be back and then, first week of January or something. Yeah, like first that. week January, and then every other Wednesday after that yep. to spread it apart, guess more news, update ourselves on kind of what's happening, and really know how Just to read some thing. of the stats. Because again, like we said last time, we are also we learning with you guys. Mm. There's still stuff we don't know. Yep. And yeah. Facts. It, this will be a... Fun, fun time. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's not as much news as last time, but I guess no. it's bigger things, just smaller pieces. It's still going to be a lot to yeah. take in, though, because, yeah, it's still pretty big news, I guess. Yeah. Well, but one of the, I don't one know of the, what that one, was. One, one, one <laughs> My voice just made a really weird sound. Anyway, keep going. One of them <laughs> is... Big news, at least in one organization. Another one is just cool, cool news, kind of great news for. I, don't know, I guess. You oh, could say I, the whole I see what week. you did there. Great news, <laughs> great eight, great. Okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, one of them, one of those great news. I guess you could say for the whole league, but again, it's kind of for one team again. And then you know, come to think of it, all this is just. Great news for each of their respective... Well, not great news for all of them. Two-thirds of this is great news for... I mean, some... Respective I guess teams. every other team on the outside of the first one we'll talk about is good news. Because that means he's on the That's market. That's true. So, <laughs> anyway. All right. Yeah, so Shall just... we start? Yeah. All right. So, getting right into the news. So, once again, back in Canucks land. Oh, yeah. Back in Vancouver. Great old Vancouver. Yeah. Best franchise in the league. <laughs> uh, Bo Horvat. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, well, yeah. So I'm just gonna say his stats real quick and then and then and then and then we'll go into um what the news is. Just just so you guys can understand. So he's on his um last year. Last year of his, of his contract. contract. Which is paying him what, like five and a half, million? five and a half million. So he, he's like for what he's doing this year, he's getting paid. This is like a steal for the yeah. organization for what he's doing this year. But yes, yeah. again, this year, mm. like twenty goals, nine assists in twenty eight games. He's like top three or top five in scoring. Well, best can I just hit twenty or something? Goals he's, he's yesterday. He's near the top. Yeah, I for think sure. I Top ten for sure. I, I think Robertson and McDavid are like up at first somewhere. I don't know what order, but yeah. Anyway, Bo Horvat playing amazing this year. Obviously, contract year, so that's when players decide to go off. Like JT Miller got ninety nine points this, uh, last year, and now he absolutely. Well, I wouldn't say he sucks, but well, last year wasn't a contract year. This is his contract. Yeah, year. but he because of all the trade talks and extension stuff, I'm sure he just got the message like, okay, I gotta. Gotta play good. Yeah. But this year, he's like, I'm signed for what? Like, it's technically nine years. Because he has this year, and then his new contract starts next oh, yeah. year. Was it seven by eight? Seven million by eight years, something like that? No, it's eight by eight. It's an eight by eight? Isn't it? I swear <laughs> it is. I'm going to have to check. By the way, it being, again, that's another term. So an eight by eight. 
eight years by like eight million dollars. Oh, seven year. Seven by eight? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Sorry, my bad. Anyway. Okay, yeah, okay so, we're getting off topic. Sorry. Bo Horvat, trade yeah. rumors. And this all started with um, a report. Kind of JT Miller. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, we can start that far we're back. Going back into the summertime. Um, Canucks organization wanted to get a deal done with JT Miller. They thought he was a very valuable valuable piece of the team, a leader. Which, of, I mean, to be honest, is fair. Last year, fair assessment. Yeah, fair. Um, overpaid. Not over... Well, not overpaid. Well, too much point, length. Po- about a point a game for $8 million. I mean, yeah. I think I mean, for yeah, like $8 for, million... Dollars, I think the money's be. actually okay, but the length of the, the contract length. is That's, the bad thing. Now, if it was like five years by... Not even five. If it was like between like four or five years by eight million dollars, it would be a lot. I'd better. be fine with that because yeah. he's JT Miller's twenty nine now, and that'd be ending what thirty four, thirty five, mm-hmm. or. But yeah, he it kind of starts with him because in the off season, everyone already knows what kind of contracts are coming off the books, all that kind of stuff, and even before a couple years back, our old management, before they all got fired, so, uh, got two players. Well, two notable players getting paid what, like, over six million each. Tyler Myers and OEL. Two. Ah. They can have good games, or <laughs> if they don't have good games, then it's really bad. So at least it feels like it's like. I'm pretty sure, um, Ekman Larson is getting paid what, like, seven million, seven point something. Yeah, and Arizona still retaining some of yeah. the salary. Yeah, retaining. Actually, just now that it is uh, popped up, coming into conversation. So when you retain some salary in a trade, so let's say the NHL has a salary cap of $82.5 million, and that is a, the hard cap, so you can't go over that amount. Mm-hmm. And let's say you have spent $81 million, and you trade a player who is on a... $2 million contract out, and then you take on a player who's like, who has what, $4 million on their, on their contract? Yeah. The team who traded the $4 million guy would probably have to retain about 50%. Yeah, and you can only retain, retain up to 50%. Yeah, and you can so. only, that's the max. So, in yeah. order for that to work underneath the salary cap, you'd have to do some retaining. Obviously, yeah. that doesn't work it's, with that, every that, Yeah, it, it's deal. pretty complicated. But once you get into it, you, you would understand. It's it's easy to understand, but like hard to explain. Yeah, that that was kind of the the gist of it. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, it's, this whole Bo Horvat thing started when Miller got signed to that pretty huge deal. the conversation. Oh, no, then, no. That was only, what, that was on September 2nd. That was on my birthday yeah. he got signed. Yeah, and it was like, it, it was obviously on people's minds though. Like, we need to extend Horvat. He's coming off the books in what two, like two years ago. We were like, okay, he's his last couple of years. We got to make sure we get something done. Um, and then once Miller got traded, or sorry, not traded, signed, everyone's just like, well, what the heck? What do we do with Horvat now? Because Pedersen has to get signed next year. Yeah, he's gonna need like the season he's having this year he's gonna want like more than nine million dollars and i'm okay with that 100 percent. at least he's not up this summer though yeah at least he's not up this summer so yeah we still have a year but like could be worse maybe he gets injured next year yeah but even here in the news of only one million dollars cap cap rising only a million dollars for next year yeah is i don't i don't know so a little bit, a little bit of trouble there. But yeah. anyways, Bo Horvat, we've gone. Yeah, sorry, way sorry. Off topic <laughs> well, we were explaining things anyway. Horvat, we do not have the Canucks do not have cap space to sign Horvat. To pretty much, well, they do, but like to the standards that him and his agent want. I think the there was two reports, and they're both contradicting themselves. Uh, one of them said uh, the final Canucks offer, or the latest one that was rejected, was. Upwards of eight million dollars, and another one um, said they did, weren't even um, offering more than what was it like six or five? Yeah, I heard some reports. They're like 
I mean, over the summer, I believe they made a couple offers to Horvat, mm-hmm. and I, I guess now they're, they're, he's they're not meeting. Them. Yeah, and I mean, if you were to give him that eight million dollar offer earlier in the off season, I think he would have accepted it. Well, yeah. But now that there's a team that came out and said, "Hey, we're willing to pay nine million. Well, yeah, no. Well, I also think he wanted the long term extension too. I think yeah. he also wanted he, term he, on that too. So I don't think it's all about the the money. I'm. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Canucks have the space for next year. Oh yeah, yeah, they have the space, but it's just like managing this. This team is trying to improve on the fly. It's not working. And this yeah, is it's something not, that's spilled over from the previous management. And our owner not letting us just completely strip everything down, keep our key players, and actually rebuild. Yeah, and really give them the support they need. But yeah. it is what it is. Owners so, want the money, and yeah. that's something you got to deal with in sports, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, as of right now, it seems like he's not going to be a Vancouver Canuck by the trade deadline. Um, Maybe even, yeah, again, like with to what be, we said last week about Besser, too, he might yeah. not even be a Canuck by the new year. Even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. like, and, like, yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, like, the for sure thing that happened, like, everyone knows, is he rejected their final offer. Well, not final, but their latest one. Yeah, a few days ago. Well, no, the reports were out there, like, by Elliot Friedman. Very, very reputable source. Oh, yeah. Like, 100 like, his... Um, very good. If you want to go look for like hockey, um, news, like, uh, what do you, how do you call it? What do you call this? Like breaking news? Break, yeah. Breaking news. Or like just rumors. Um, go to his Twitter. It's like fridge, right? Fringe. Fridge. 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 That's what fridge. it is. Fridge. Hockey night in Canada. He's very, yeah. Really good source for this kind of stuff. Yeah. And he reported a few days ago. That the Canucks offered the, another contract to Bo Horvat, and he rejected it, yeah. and that was their final offer. He's on the trade block, as yeah. Friedman put it. But again, we also don't. You could say anyone's technically on the trade block. Yeah, but the, the thing is, is, it's an interesting thing though because Horvat's worth so much right now. I would say he's worth more than JT Miller was last year. Yeah, and 100%. And the thing is, you're going to want to get a deal done for Horvat before the trade deadline, obviously, because it's the deadline, but you might even want to get it done before, like, January. Yeah, Um, so you you know what your season looks like. February, I guess. Yeah. Before February, because... So he can get comfortable in his new team, too. And just... Not, not even that. I mean, like, the way he's playing right now with the goals, his value is through the roof. And if yeah. he just... I mean, late, the past few games, he hasn't... He hasn't been scoring that much. The past few games. Yeah. But, I mean... But... It is what it is. Yeah. But, yeah, if, yeah. If that continues, that's the thing. His value that, is going to go down. Yeah, I mean, I guess you with the little... Gold drought, gold drought, and my fingers are in air using air quotes right now. Mm-hmm. The little gold drought that he's on right now. I guess you could say his values dropped a little bit, but but he's still the issue is if the Canucks don't trade him, they are going guarantee you they're going to lose him in free agency this year. Oh, because, because yeah, because there's that one team that was willing to pay nine million. It could have been Detroit. It can be many teams. It's it like Columbus needs a centerman. Um, a lot of teams need first line centermen. And to be honest, when Horvat's agent on the, uh, I don't know if it was like after the season started or bef- right before, uh, saying they value him at a first line center. I actually agree with that now. Um, I I can see that. I mean. I don't know. It's tough because his, his faceoffs are Let's, his faceoff percentage throughout the years have been really good. Yeah, Bo and that's Horvat, what you need in a first line center. Bo Horvat through the years mostly been a second line center, and I don't know how many teams you could say. Yeah, he is guaranteed to be a first line center. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, but he's also like as much as the Canucks aren't that good of a team, we have some pretty decent center depth. That's true. Um, I mean, even before to, before Pedersen's whole 
um, yeah, his, before his rookie season, Horvat was never going to get that first line center spot because that was Hendricks. That's Hendricks' Hendrick place. Um, who is Hockey Hall of Fame? Just saying, it's pretty cool. Um, and then when uh, Pedersen came, and then Miller came. Now there's well, I I wouldn't say Miller is that good of a centerman. I think no. he should stick on wing. He's not good, but like at the time, he was actually playing okay as a centerman, and he had to compete with that. And obviously, yeah. Miller kind of went off, and Pedersen's the Canucks' best player on the team. Maybe he, Quinn Hughes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So Horvat basically rejected the Canucks' final offer. We don't know exactly what the numbers were, but I think we could pretty much assume it was around the $8 million. I'm sure it was a number that started with eight. Yeah. Um, so it could have been around eight, eight plus million dollars. So it could have been like 8.1, 8.2 million dollars. And for, I'd bet seven or eight years. And those types of contracts usually don't end good at all usually by like the th- fourth or fifth year maybe even before that depending on what the age of the player was who signed it can start falling off mm-hmm. a lot with production and yeah. I mean Horvath he's only 27 so let's say you sign him to that 8 year deal he's 31 I guess 32 halfway through it and you'd end at what 36 yeah 35 36 so I don't know. It wouldn't be wouldn't be that bad. Um, the Canucks caps projected, I should say, projected cap space for next season: thirteen million five hundred ninety-three thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. Now, yeah. that might sound like a lot. It isn't, but not in today's market at all. No, but then again, like we just said. If Horvat's asking for eight plus million dollars, boom, wipe that off. We have what five million dollars left or something? Yeah, four or five yeah, million dollars to of sign. Of course, and there's teams interested. I don't know why and interested that, in Tyler Myers. If you can but, somehow get a deal done with that, well, let's, six million off. Let me just check right here. So the Canucks, they have a first round pick. Oops, I'll go back. Yeah, the, so the Canucks have a first round pick this year for 2023, 2024, and 2025. If you want to unload that Tyler Myers contract, which is aged so, so poorly. Horribly. I don't know how you would go about doing that without trading a first-round pick or a second-round pick at least. And the Canucks don't have their 2024 second-round pick. That went to Chicago in the Dickinson deal, Mm -hmm. I think. So... And I don't know. I don't know how they managed to do this without again throwing away their future. Yeah. Because of management sign making a bad decision. Old management. Old, Old management. management. Well, the JT Miller contract. Oh yeah, this no, is, that, that was that was kind of. This is new. Also, throughout the summer, we the management of the Canucks were like, "Hey, we want to up uh, upgrade our defense." Yada yada yada. What they they go out and just get more forwards. Yes, their scoring is great. It is what I think top five or something. Oh yeah, goals. It's goals four. I think they're they're really good scoring. They team. can score absolutely. It's keeping the puck out of their net and they their are defense. not. It's not possible for them to get a uh, right wing or right defenseman right too though. They've only got one in what like the past year. Yeah, two years. Well, okay, Tyler Myers is one of them. Luke Shen is another. Yeah, and but like we still had, they still had them for like a while. Yeah, the only, like, let's say the only impactful right-handed defenseman that we have gotten over the past year, Ethan Bear. Oh, Ethan Bear. Yeah, I forgot about him. And he's actually playing really good. Well, yeah, we got him this year. He's, you don't, as a defenseman, basically, I feel like if you're not, and this is personal opinion, and I think a lot of people would agree with that. If you're not like the top two defensemen, if you're not on that pairing, if you're not on that first pairing for the defense, you don't. I don't think you really have to worry about the points. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, if they chip in, that helps a lot, and we saw that with Colorado last year, Tampa Bay the year, the two years before, pretty much. 
Mm-hmm. You know, Washington, even Vegas, too. Yes, does it help? Yes. But you don't... It, you don't really need it. I think what you mostly need is two-way defensemen, so one that can play in the offensive zone and the defensive zone. And for the Canucks, they already have Quinn Hughes, Oliver Ekman, Larson. They can put up points. Mm-hmm. And as much hate as OEL gets, he's actually not that bad. His contract doesn't it's look the contract. good. It's the contract. He's getting paid like seven-something million dollars yeah. for which, another which what, is in- six, six or seven years. Yeah, which is not, not and that he's already pretty. what. 30 or something like that so it's not it's the contract is awful but Mm -hmm. but he still plays like a defenseman that should get paid like four million dollars a year maybe three but like as a left wing he's not going to get as much as a right-handed defenseman three or four million dollars that's off of his contract right now that is three or four million dollars wiped off his contract now that three or four million dollars would help the canucks so much right now yeah and that's how he's playing he should be only getting paid, I mean, I'd say around that. But granted, it was also signed at a time when he was putting up like bona fide mm-hmm. top and, and fifteen D men yeah. in the league. So you can't really blame his previous management. I mean, you're not you're not gonna blame Oliver Ekman Larson for signing the contract he did, because obviously, as a professional athlete, you're gonna want the most money you you can get. And that does sound, saying it out loud sounds kind of shallow and like, oh, well, come on, be a team player here. Let's, you know, help help the team. Like, do what Crosby did when he signed his contract that he's still on right now for, what, 12 years or something? Yeah. Something something wild now. Uh, he signed it, so it was so, it was a longer contract, but the cap hit was... Uh, much lower, so it all all worked, and you could still have a good team around Crosby, who is the best player in our generation, anyways. Mm-hmm. No doubt. But, yeah, anyways. So, Oliver Ekman-Larsen, he's, he's a fine player. He puts up points. Yeah. But, again, if you're not on that first pairing, you don't really need to put up points. Just yeah. be able to what Ethan Bear does. He's and also he's not he's not can, the best in our own zone, but he is able to get the puck out. And Tyler Myers, he can't get the puck out after. Oh, time. oh my goodness! I cry Luke, myself to Luke, sleep when I watch him. Luke Shen, I mean, he plays with Quinn Hughes, and Quinn Hughes most of the time will either skate it out or pass the puck. And again, he's on those two are our top pairing D men, and Luke Shen right now in his career should not be it. Shouldn't even really be in the NHL. Mm-hmm. If anything, be six. But or he's seven he's actually still playing super well. But like, yeah, because what his job is to do is basically he's the, he's cover that, he's for that Quinn lockdown Hughes. defenseman. He's there to cover Quinn Hughes, who is still not that great in his own zone. Mm-hmm. And but something you can like, uh, like first line defense. If we're talking about that, we can also look at the Colorado Avalanche. Devon Tays plays on with Makar, and that guy doesn't get. Like sixty or fifty points a year. True. How many points? And he, he plays alongside Makar. He gets like he, he's he, he's not like a point getter, but he's still that lockdown defenseman. Yeah, who can who can who can in. who can score? But again, Kale Makar, best D man in the the game right now. Last year in sixty six games, he had fifty seven points. Oh, I, I didn't even know he had that much points, but still, like. That is that is gross. That is unfair. Yeah. And then li- this year, twenty five games, seventeen points. That is unfair as a defenseman. Yeah. That. And especially and on top of right, that, they have Macartu. So yeah, Macartu, who what put up what eighty five points last year, or eighty something. He put up. He had like he had a he was a point of games. No, he had th- over thirty goals. Yes. He had, I, I think he had, like he had more goals than Horvat. I, oh, like I could be wrong. It was around the thirty goal mark, probably. Anyway, that's so basically it. So yeah, and now with the Canucks, these bad contracts, they won't be able to sign Bo Horvat, who is also their captain, and it just looks like things are going to be falling apart in 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 the Canucks in organization Canuckland. very very soon, which is sad. But at the same time, it's like, well, 
come on, you. It's obvious. You, you kind of should have seen this coming. Yeah, it's <laughs> life of being a Canucks fan, pretty much. Um. So yeah, that's now we're yeah. kind of just on edge about the whole thing. He came out with a couple quotes yesterday oh, and yeah. the previous days, so Brandon can get those up and read yeah. those out to you. Um. So while I read this quote for the first time, and I think many other people, um, it seems like he knows he's going to get traded for sure. Yeah. Um, so I'll read it and then obviously I'll give my thoughts, but, um, he said, I am focused on the season and playing for the Vancouver Canucks, helping this team in any way I can. I will not have any further comments this year about my future. To me, that just tells me he will play good for as long as he is on the team, but he is going to leave. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be back. I mean, crazier things have happened in the NHL. Of course, yeah. But, again, it's really not looking that way. Like, it, you know, I mean, this, this he, didn't, he didn't say this quote. He typed it out on the Canucks website. Mm-hmm. So... That right there is like, okay, well, he didn't verbally come out and say it. So we don't really know how. We don't even know what the like tone in his voice. Yeah, or exactly. in his, it like, could have been like, well, I'm focused on this season and playing for the Canucks, helping the team in any way I can. I will not have any further comments this year about my future. That, if he said it in that tone or was thinking that tone, that is not that. He's gone. He'd be gone then. Mm-hmm. But if he's like, but if he was like, okay, I'm focused on this season playing for the Vancouver Canucks. I'll, I want to help the team any way I can, and I just won't have any further comments about this year or about my future. It's that like, just, okay. Yeah, it just seems like he's just like, I, I don't want to talk about it. It's just play hockey. Which is fair. Which is his right. Yeah, hey, I don't want to exactly. talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. And people got to respect that. But again, it's just not trending in the direction Canucks fans want it to go. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. Concerning, he's also my favorite player, but yeah, it is and, what it is, and the gotta, captain. So, yeah, so it, it it sucks, but you know, uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of the Horvat situation we, we, right there. There's a, there's a little jumbled there, but but you know, you know, yeah, no captain. I, I think sign him. Yeah, he seems like he doesn't want to stay anymore, and yeah, yeah. Okay, well. We On to happy, are... happy, happier news oh, yeah, yeah. for, the, for, <laughs> happier for the things. Alexander Ovechkin is so close to Wayne Gretzky. It's kind yeah, of insane. 94 goals away of tying Wayne Gretzky, greatest player in the NHL history. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's insane. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, especially so nowadays. So Alexander Ovechkin, he's 37 years old. He is one goal away from tying the second place person who is named Gordy Howe. Rest in peace to Mr. Hockey right there. Uh, so, yeah. If he... Two more goals, he passes Gordy Howe and moves into second all-time for goals. And that will put um 93 goals away from tying Gretzky. Sorry, no, 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 92. 92 goals away from tying Gretzky, and then 93 goals away from breaking that. But right now, as he sits, he sits at 800 goals, one away from Gordie Howe, obviously, and 94 away from Wayne Gretzky. So, then how many years does he have left on his contract right now? I think two or three? He he recently signed a new contract. Yeah. Um. Right now, this year, with... He has 20 goals this year, um, about about a goal per game, I think. I think he's gone, check how many games he has this year? 31 games. Yeah, he's 20 goals in 31 games. Solid numbers. He's on pace for about fifty, another 50-goal season, mm-hmm. I think. So there's there's that. He's also signed for another couple of years, too. Brandon's getting it up here real quick. Real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Um, he signed until the twenty twenty five twenty six season. That is more than enough time to score ninety four more goals. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 
Hundred percent. He's a generational goal scorer. Yeah, all he has to do is sit in the circle, and pretty much. Like, people people complain about that with his power play spot, mm-hmm. but the thing is, like, it, I've heard, it, I've heard. So there's this, there's this YouTube channel. Uh, his it's the called the Hockey Guy. Oh yeah, he he's also I'd recommend go check him out. He he helps with a lot. He also he's also looking looks to help other people yep. and you know keeps up with the news and stuff like that. Very so, very non biased source. No, he he covers everybody. And that's what you need. That's what you need to see more of because mm-hmm. organizations like TSN and Sportsnet, they usually Toronto cover, Sports Network. Yeah, they'll <laughs> usually cover Toronto and leave out the other teams pretty much. Yeah. Anyways, Alex Ovechkin, generational goal scorer. He has, what, four, four more years? Four more seasons on his contract. That'll take him to 41. More than enough time to score 94 goals. And I yeah. don't see him slowing down. And again, this season still isn't even done yet. Oh, yeah. No, he, it's not let, even halfway. Let, if he gets 30 more goals this year, let's say he just ends it at a nice, clean 50. 50 goals. Let's say 50 goals this year. That puts him at 64 goals away. Mm-hmm. And then still has all of next season, the season after that, and the season after that. Yeah, to score and then pretty much after that, you'd have to average about what twenty five goals. Oh yeah, which yeah. is doable, which is, which is which like is so doable easy for him because he's not he's not going to be taken off that first line for the Washington Capitals. No, they're they're not just going to be like, all right, you know what, Ovi, it's time for you to start sharing the ice a little bit more. We're putting you down to our fourth line. Yeah, no, they're going to keep him at that first line. He's going to get probably the brunt of the minutes for the forwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's pretty wild. We have a, we have a clip, audio clip here of him scoring that 800th goal. Yeah. It's, uh, yesterday. Yeah, so from, the, yeah, he just got it. He's got it yesterday. Yeah. I should also mention he's the third player in NHL history to do that. Yeah. Even if he retires right now, I don't think he'd have to wait the, what, three, four years to get into the hall of fame. I think it's going to yeah. be like Crosby. Well, not like Crosby because he isn't retired. Well, like yet, how what is going to happen how, to Crosby? How what most people think are is going to happen with Crosby, mm-hmm. and probably McDavid too. When he, that's long ways ahead, but like so if you don't know what you're talking about, that's why I, I didn't know what I was talking about until I found this out. But mm-hmm. um, when Wayne Gretzky retired, that's we're going way back. We're going almost 25 years ago. Um, when he retired, he didn't have to wait the mandatory three. Three seasons, I think. Something like three, that. Three or four years to be eligible, eligible for yeah. the Hall of Fame. He, as soon as he retired, he was just boom. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame right away because that's that's how good the, he was. That's how good he was. That's how influential, I guess you could say, he was. Mm-hmm. Again, he was like the Michael Jordan of hockey. He was very influential. He was he was great. He helped grow the game because of how skilled he was and the team he was on. The Edmonton Oilers of the eighties were an absolute. Dynasty. They were they were really good. Anyway, so when oh, if Ovi retired right now, I think he wouldn't have to wait. That I think he would just get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Same with Crosby. Anyways, yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. December thirteenth so was yesterday. Yep. Um. Washington played against Chicago and he got three goals, one assist, four points. Um. And yeah. Um. This is what his third. Goal of the night sounded like yeah, the 800th goal. For Jack Mantha centers in front. He's next up half a shot. And there it is. 800. Alexander Ovechkin has done it. And here come the hats and the team. <laughs> you have just witnessed the 800th goal. Yeah. So right there, that's that's what it sounded like. That was the kind of the environment that everyone was around, and that's where, if you watched on TV, that's what obviously you'd hear. Mm-hmm. Now, some people are a little mad because ESPN <laughs> was calling that game, and not the Washington Capitals' own broadcast group. Yeah. Now, teams they have their uh, regional regional broadcast yeah. group, just like uh, Canucks have John and John, John Torres, John Garrett. Yeah. Now they do now usually those regional 
broadcast will work for like NBC, Sportsnet, TSN, yeah. or something like that. But if you're in the area that the game is being broadcast to, yeah, you will get those announcers. Now, yeah, ES- it's it's like if you look at Sportsnet and they have like all sorts of different channels, like Sportsnet Pacific, Sportsnet Ontario, Sportsnet West, Sportsnet West, if one stuff like that. If the Canucks were to go to Calgary, like they are tonight. Um, Sportsnet West might have a different broadcasting group than Sportsnet Pacific because it could be John I mean, and John might, on one it side. Be, it might be the it might be the same person with. I think with Sportsnet, I think I've I've, I've, had, I've had times where really? we've had John and John on Sportsnet Pacific, and I would switch channels, and it's um, another broadcaster for the other. I don't know. It depends what they want to do. Obviously, yeah. sometimes it's the same, sometimes it isn't. But yeah, yeah. And with the Washington Capitals, their regional broadcast group is a part of NBC. Mm -hmm. And they weren't broadcasting that game, and it was a national game, so naturally ESPN was going to be like, hey, we'll take that up. That's a part of our contract. We will broadcast a blank amount of national games. Mm-hmm. So everybody around, as long as you have ESPN, you can you're able to watch the game. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Um, and some games are not national games, which means if you were to want, if you were lived in Vancouver and you wanted to watch a, um, Florida Panthers game for instance. yeah, Florida Panthers game or a Toronto Maple Leafs game, and well, it not wasn't even Toronto because if it, you live in Vancouver, you'll probably have sports you probably that. will, but like it depends. But also, if they want to have a. Uh, national broadcast of it. Also with like Toronto, Ottawa, and Montreal. Montreal. They they and, usually oh, and, usually and can Winnipeg, get them. And Winnipeg too. Those those four teams have a split contract yeah. with Sportsnet and TSN. So some mm-hmm. games might be on TSN, some others might be on Sportsnet. And so. sometimes they get um, broadcasted on all channels and you can watch them everywhere. Sometimes they're yeah. restricted. But if but you yeah. wanted to watch a Florida Panthers game and you're in Edmonton, for example... If you don't have, if it's not a national game, if it's not being presented everywhere, and you wanted to watch it, and you'd have to pay more to get the premium version of whatever that is, or you just can't watch it, or you can get an NHL on ice package. Oh yeah, no, that, yeah that that's too, that kind too. of the NHL's own own way of showing out of out of regional. Uh, out of market, there we go. Out of market broadcast. So yeah. and you like, it's, it's like anywhere. it's like um, that that stuff helps people outside of North America watch NHL games too. Yeah. Sportsnet um, has the same thing with what Sportsnet Plus or something. Or yeah, yeah. Sportsnet, 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 Sportsnet something. <laughs> Sportsnet Premium. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Yeah. So the Washington Capitals game that was a national broadcast. So ESPN had it, and you saw some backlash on social media. They're like, well. They kind of butchered the call because if Brandon is able to get up a call from their the Washington Capitals' own broadcast group, you will tell like the for Ovi scoring what his 700th goal, for example, if you want to find that right there, like the ener- there's just a different energy, just like the voice, everything is just so much better. And if Brandon is able to get an audio clip up of that, mm-hmm. we can easily. Okay, yeah, uh, I got you. I got one right here. I have some NHL on YouTube. Just, you know, gotta make sure you guys know that. That's an ad. One second, we're just gonna, yeah, just turn the... <laughs> just keep talking. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it when I can so, skip it. Yeah, the, the energy is better. Everyone everyone also just likes these guys much better, and some people... The, there's a little bit of backlash against ESPN for not having great announcers, great calls, mm-hmm. everything is... Not not great with the ESPN. Anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah. Here is the. I'll do. Call. I'll do. Before we do that, their um, what is it? Scoreboard presentation thing. Yeah, their presentation. That's nice. I I'd give it to them. That's actually kind of nice. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. This is um, NBC, and this is yeah. I'm pretty sure they're um regional people. Let's yeah, hope. this is their regional. Yeah. this should be anyways. Yeah. Ovechkin for Kuznetsov. Alex opens up. Kuznetsov. From the front, deflection, stop, great stop there. Blackwood, Rob Wilson. Ovechkin put it right on a platter for him. Kuznetsov for Ovechkin, drive, he scores! His spectacular history-making continues. 700 red lights.
All right. As you can tell. That was that was just his 700th goal, not alone, not, let alone being the third player in NHL history to score 800 goals. Imagine mm-hmm. that call. That would it would probably be that would have made it seven, so much better. It would probably be the same thing as a 700th call, but just so much more energy. It'd be like, well, he's the third player in NHL history to eclipse the 800th goal mark. And you, you, know would have, you know so who would have? You know who would have called better. that a lot better? You know what I'm gonna say? For some reason, it's just. John and John, man. John and John. Yeah. Uh, one, one thing I have to say about the lead commentator for that, not the color commentator, but uh, John Shorehouse, he is he is the Vancouver Canucks broadcast part of that. So there is some bias, obviously, if you have a regional broadcast, but he isn't actually that biased. When, he, when someone hits a milestone on another team, he can make the best calls ever for that he, team. He'll acknowledge it yeah. and not kind of just glance over it. Same with... Uh, John Garrett. He was an oh, yeah. ex-goaltender yeah. for the Canucks. So they're, they're, but they are also, Canucks fans. They're yes. going to be... Obviously, but, when you have regional games, they're going to be a tad biased, obviously. Unless you're Boston. And oh, then, unless you're Boston. That's they're all, they're that's just completely 100% biased. We could probably make a whole episode just on that. <laughs> to a point but. of body shaming another... Okay, anyway. Anyways, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, the John Garrett was an ex goaltender for the Canucks, and he usually, for the most part, kind of just he's 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 pretty unbiased. Yeah, but there's also that bias times. that there's does times. but squeak into like he can. There's times where he can be like too unbiased against the Canucks. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Where, it's just like but, come on, but, <laughs> but for the most part, they they ride the line pretty well. Yeah, like if the if the Canucks were to begin be like eight nothing, you would see that they will hate on the Canucks. <laughs> Throughout their broadcast, they just like, well, well especially <laughs> John Garrett. He's yeah. the he's the least biased out of the two of them. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. So that was Obi's 800th goal. Thought we'd put that in here. That was yeah. that was fantastic news. Yeah, this one, this one's next one is pretty quick. Yeah, just we, Marner extended his streak. One last year, Mitch Marner, Toronto Maple Leafs, extended his point streak. He's up to what 24 games or something. 23, 23 games right now. That that's continues pretty much it. Continues <laughs> to make the record even higher. Yeah. And now, a little bigger news. So, the Board of Governors meeting happened in the NHL yesterday, I think. Yeah, there's two pieces from this, yeah, too. And that one we don't have written down, which I have. Okay, well, um, you can say that now. Which is talking about the possibility of adding more playoff teams into, or adding a bigger playoff structure for the NHL, mm-hmm. which um, that can consist of um, making... Either playing rounds like the and so one one thing we uh, this whole playing thing came into play when there was um, the lockdown obviously for COVID mm-hmm. and the way many 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 um, sports leagues got over that was having a play-in round, which means more than what a th- like art for the NHL. There's 32 teams and 16 make it yeah. to the playoffs. So eight in the West. Ain't these. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure for the play-in rounds, 24 teams made it. And this was before yeah. Seattle, was it? Yeah. Was it before yeah, Seattle? Yeah, this was in the 2020 bubble, so it yeah. was 2020, everything was shut down, and sports were able to come back in like mid, mm-hmm. mid-August, pretty yeah. much. So they had a play-in round, which consisted of teams very low, not yeah. not the higher teams. So what, what happens was the four top two, sorry, the four top teams of each conf, or division, mm-hmm. Um, just played each other to yeah, get their seating. Just, just to get the seating, they had a a, a buy pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so they they were automatically into what people may say the first round. So not the play in round, but the first round, and all the bottom teams. So if you're outside the top four of your division or conference or whatever, um, you would play a short little three game series. Not three. It doesn't. It might not be three games, but it's best five of game, five game series. Oh, sorry. Yeah, best of five game best series. Of, best of three. Best of three. That would be best, best of three. Of fizz. Best. Yeah, yeah. You had to win two games, three games, three games, three games. That's what it is. Sorry, my bad. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much actually what it is. And the NBA, NBA stuck just with it. does that. Does that now? Any. Yeah, and then they also had. Uh, we should probably go over what the board of governors actually does. So basically, they exist to establish the policies of the NHL and uplo up up blah 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 up 
uphold its constitution. Basically, mm-hmm. make the rules, make policies, yada, yada, yada. Um, and they had a meeting, as we said. The, the playoffs came out. The play-in round came out in that meeting. And also, they had a meeting about the salary cap possibly going up. Now, there were rumors that it would go up maybe like four Four or five million? Yeah. Like and people were getting excited about that. It was like, yeah, this is this is but good. Reportedly, reportedly it's come out that it might only go up one million again like it did this year. Mm-hmm. But Gary Bettman, who's the commissioner of the NHL, I forget exactly what the quote was, but I think it was something like, Well, don't we won't guarantee that it'll go up only by a million dollars or something. I think he was saying Maybe it won't actually go up by a million dollars, but something something along the lines of that. Um, yeah, so that yeah, basically that basically covers the news for this past mm-hmm. week, I guess. Or yeah, at least we, we, we the... spent a lot of time on the full Horvath trading. We kind of got a little yeah. sidetracked, but anyway. Right, so for our league leaders, we can fly through this. This is, by the way, this is a new thing we'll, we're going to start doing. We didn't do this last week. Yeah. So we're just gonna do this quickly. Yeah. So in for points, Connor McDavid, fifty nine points in what twenty six games, something like that. Uh, twenty six games. Point. Yeah, Brennan can get it up. Um, goals, twenty six. Uh, Brennan's gonna get his games played up real quick here, and he has thirty. Sorry, yeah, he has. So yeah, Connor McDavid in thirty games played, he has fifty nine points, and that leads the league. He also leads in goals and assists with 26 goals in 30 games and 33 assists in 30 games. So he's just he took every single yeah for our player positional yeah score um, place yeah. you can get in. Now we go into our wins. So for our goaltenders out there, um, Linus Olmark plays for the Boston Bruins. They're an absolute wagon this year, and that basically just means they're really good. Uh, he has 17 wins, leading the league in wins in that situation, or in that statistic. And for our save percentage, which we will get into today, actually, um, Ilya Samsonov plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs, having an absolute resurgence of a season. Some people were really questioning Kyle Dubas's decision-making in net, signing Matt Murray mm-hmm. and Ilya Samsonov. Kyle Dubas is the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And those two goalies, they had rough years based the past couple of years. So. Yeah. Especially exactly. Matt Murray. Yeah, and Ilya Samsonov, Samsonov is leading the league in save percentage with a 939, which is which is really high for for a goaltender. Mm-hmm. So, getting on to the actual stats and some of the knowledge. So last week I I was I re-listened to the podcast, just hey, what did we what did we miss? What could we add? What can we do better? I wanted to improve it because obviously I think we can do that. Some of the things I noticed, some of the terms that we used. So we used AHL yeah, last year when we were going over some of the lineups. And basically, the AHL means American Hockey League. And that is a the league directly below the NHL. Those two are connected. It's a develop the main development, development league yeah. for the NHL. And uh, people call it farm teams, yeah, too. Farm so teams. if you hear that around like... If I were to say the Toronto's farm team, um, yeah, uh, it means they're talking about the Toronto Marlies, which is their AHL team, which is in the American Hockey League. Yeah. Um, They also have, some teams have connections with ECHL teams. Yeah. But it's only some. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so some other minor pro leagues, I thought I should just add this in here. Um, so the ECHL means the East Coast Hockey League. Again, like Brandon says, some teams are connected to those. I know Vegas is connected to uh, one of the one of the yeah. one of those teams. I forget which one it is. Then we have the SPHL, the Southern Pro- Professional Hockey League. This now we're getting to the really low league. So this is single single. This is a single A professional team, which is really really low. It's basically like the the bottom of the barrel right there. And the FPHL, which means the Federal Prospects Hockey League, again another pro league, it's the same, basically the same as the uh, SPHL. So there, there's that. Yeah, a couple NHL teams are connected to some ECHL teams, like I mentioned. Vegas, as an example, 
And as far as I know, there aren't any NHL teams connected to, to the SBHL and FBHL teams, as those are just super, super low. And you can pretty much write off, like, hey, none of these players will ever make the NHL, let alone maybe even the AHL either. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Okay, so... After all that, these are some of the things we will be going over for this segment. Um, I'll just say what we'll go, we'll go over, then we'll go back up the top and then yeah. go through them. So we're going to be talking about things like shooting percentage, saves, uh, save percentage, goals against average, blocks, and hits. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we can start uh, with yeah. shooting percentage. Uh, sorry, yeah, and just in case, again, if you missed last week... Um we covered last episode goals, assists, points, shots, time on ice, shift time, and penalties in minutes, and plus minus. So if you want to know what that means, you can go back and listen to the previous episode. Yes. Yeah. So starting at the top, we have shooting percentage. Basically, shooting percentage is simply the amount of goals scored per shots on net. And how to calculate that is goals scored divided by shots on net. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that one's pretty straightforward. Um yeah, it's pretty easy to know. Uh, saves. Um, this one is also pretty straightforward. It's the amount of shots a goalie keeps out of the net. Um, if you have 10 shots on net and four goals, the goalie has six saves. Easy, like, easy peasy. Some of these are just take them at face value. The, yeah, yeah. And then we have, next we have save percentage. Now, this represents the percentage of shots on goal a goaltender stops. So basically... If uh yeah, if it hits, if the goalie, basically the puck hits the goalie, that that counts as a shot mm-hmm. that the the goalie has yeah. uh, saved. And yeah. one one thing to know about that is if a player shoots it off the post and it does not hit the goalie, it does not count as a shot on goal. Or goes into the net, it doesn't count as a shot on net, which I find a little weird, but it mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, how to calculate that? So by dividing the number of saves by the total number of shots on goal. Yeah. Yeah. So again, just take, um, if you go up to like a goaltender stats during a game, okay, he has five saves and has 10 shots on net. Brandon, (laughs) do some math there real quick. Sorry, what was the numbers you yeah, said? Yeah, so we'll, we'll just... We'll, oh, sorry, I was... Okay, I was looking at what we were talking about next. I didn't even hear what you were saying. Yeah, so <laughs> that's fine. I'll give, give us some example. I'll give us some So if, let's say, the Canucks are playing and Thatcher Demko is in, let's say the amount of saves he has is four saves. Oh, I see, I see. Four saves. So, okay, so, here, I'll, I'll, make, I'll make an actual... Okay, if there was 25 shots on goal... Throughout the whole game. So let's say the Canucks were playing Calgary. Calgary shot 25 shots on goal. So that is either saved or went into the net. Um, if Thatcher Demko saved 23 of those shots, mm-hmm. so you, you go, would divide 23 by 25. Yeah, so you, go so you would say the save. 23 divided by 25. Yeah. This, uh, the save shots against the total amount of shots, which will give you a number. And in this case, it would be a nine twenty, a point nine twenty, yeah, which is pretty good. Pretty, that's yeah, that's a, that's a little, yeah, that, that's good. That's good for a game. Yeah, yeah. Like usually in hockey terms, if you are above a point nine zero zero, it's you you did play pretty play. Yeah, sorry, play pretty good. Well, if you're the average is about a nine sixteen. Yeah, a zero point nine one six. Yeah, that's and about even, the league even, average. Yeah, anything below that is. Ooh, he yeah. shouldn't be a, a starting goal. Generally, the yeah. starting goalie is nine sixteen. Yeah, unless uh, obviously they're you not have playing your well. exceptions like Igor Shesterkin last year, who had like a nine forty five save percentage or some wild number. And yeah, like then Yurzov Halak, which I don't know what his save well, percentage he was, was but he was. But yeah. Well, yeah, I know, but like, I still okay. But anyway, some goalies, some goalies <laughs> were under a nine hundred save percentage, and you don't want that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we have goals against average, Brandon. Um, the no- oh, so, goals against average is the numbers of goals a goaltender allows per 60 minutes of playing time. So just throughout the whole game mm-hmm. of him starting. Um, it is calculated by taking the number of goals against, multiply that by 60, which is 60 represents as in, as minutes. 60 minutes. And then dividing that number 
by the minutes played. So yeah, so it's some of these. Some of these are yeah. a lot. So we're getting again. These are still like the quote unquote basic stats. Yeah. It's, Obviously, these will be calculated for you on like during mid game. So mm-hmm. if a goalie has like a nine thirty two save percentage, then we'll we'll go back to the save percentage just for just make it easier on ourselves right now. So if a goaltender has like a nine thirty two save percentage during a game, and it will get scored on. It will get updated on NHL. Yeah, it will get updated on the NHL app. It'll drop. Sportsnet app, you know, any sports app. And you'll probably see it getting updated within like Mm -hmm. five, ten minutes or so. And for goals against average, pretty much like the same thing. You'll see Mm -hmm. like a number. It it comes up as GAA. So when you see GAA, that means goals against average. And it generally, it will be like a, we'll use an example just out of the blue. So if you see a 2.52 goals against average, that means a goaltender on average, less than about two, two to three two, goals, two a to game. three goals a game, roughly and, around there, yeah. and per sixty minutes of playing time. Yeah. So again, going back to how you can calculate it, it's um, you take uh, the number of goals a goaltender goals, goals again. So let's say a yeah. goalie um, lets in two goals. Say so uh, goalie let in two goals, mm-hmm. and that's per sixty minutes. Yeah. Um, it is okay. So it's kind of like taking the goals against. So we have two. And then you multiply that by sixty, and the sixty represents the, what a hockey game's per, time limit is. Well, it's not necessarily like per game. So it's just per sixty minutes of the goaltender. Because if a goaltender gets pulled, for example, oh yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah, not going to yeah. play. So it's just per sixty minutes of them on ice, pretty much during the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what you do is you go and find how much minutes they played. Mm-hmm. And then you just divide that yeah. by that. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, we have blocks. So if an offensive player shoots puck and a defending player gets in front of the shot and it hits the defending player, that counts as a block shot. Again, that one's also pretty easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Same thing with hits. Yeah, um, and that's just how now many times a player body checks another player into the boards or an open ice. And now this for hits, there's a little bit of. It's kind of weird. It's, it's, it's like, never. It's, it's like, never. Um, it's not accurate. super consistent, I guess. Yeah. Because some people, their definition of a hit is different from someone else's. Like maybe yeah. they weren't going fast enough, or it wasn't hard enough. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you see that while playing like NHL twenty three. You like hit someone and then like forty times, and it says he got sixteen hits. I'm like, I swear I have forty, but you know. Anyways, because some some of them can be, I guess, called little shoves, not necessarily hits. Anyway, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So yeah, that kind of covers the the again quote unquote basic stats of hockey. Mm-hmm. I know it was a. It's probably a little little bit difficult to understand. I I get that. It's reading it and hearing it. It's a yeah. I get it. It's a it's a little bit difficult to understand. No, and sometimes but, it's hard no. to explain too yeah, in a way also, that makes sense. It's also that I mean we just have the basically what it is. We don't have like the examples or anything like that. Yeah. So we were trying to think of them. Yeah, on the we. Fly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if our math scares scares skills were a little off there, that's yeah. don't worry. That's normal. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not. Yeah, we're not nerds. We're not geniuses. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So we just <laughs> want to say thank you again for listening to the podcast. Yep. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um. Yeah. You can find uh, myself on Instagram at Owen and you can find Brandon at Brandon underscore Hunt O five. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's his game. Yeah. yeah. Brandon, it should be. Don't follow us if. Yeah. Yeah. So you can find him at Brandon <laughs> underscore Hunt. Yeah. Just make sure it's again, me though, because that would be a little awkward if people just started following some random guy. Yeah. Again and again, myself is Owen dot and you can find our Instagram page. Yeah, we yeah. have an Instagram page for our podcast at the Onside Hockey Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Is it is it the Onside Hockey or is it just I think onside it's just hockey? Onside Hockey Podcast? It, 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 yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna pop up. Yeah, yeah. You, you you'll see. It's you'll see our logo. So. Yeah, you'll see the logo. You see everything. Yeah. So those are our socials. Again, thank you very much for mm-hmm. listening. We really appreciate it. Have and, a great Christmas. Yeah. Have holidays. a great. Yeah. Have a great Christmas. And again, if you have any feedback for us, that was uh, that would be much appreciated. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank awesome. you. Yeah. Uh, hope you guys have a good rest of your day. 
Um, also, yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Stay safe, everyone. Sweet.